Welcome to Bible Kids, a podcast just for us. You're about to hear amazing stories full of adventure and excitement. God loves you very much, so find a good listening spot and use your imagination as we hear a story straight out of His Word, the Bible. Are you ready? Let's start this episode. As we start today's episode, I've got a couple of trivia questions for you. Are you ready? Okay, see how much you can remember from our last couple episodes. First question, how many days did it take for God to create everything that we see? How many days? If you said six days, you're right. Remember, six days to create everything and then he rested on the seventh day. That's the rest day. All right, next question. After he rested on the seventh day, then we talked about a story of the very first two people. Do you remember their names? First of all, what was the name of the husband, the man? His name was Adam. Hope you got that. The next one, what was his wife's name? Her name was Eve. Did you get it? Hope so. And, okay, last question before we get on with with today's story. Do you remember what sin they did? What did God tell them they couldn't do that they did do? If you said they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you got it right. And actually, let's go ahead and do a bonus question. Here's a bonus one. Are you ready? Here's an extra question. What was the name of the garden that they lived in until they sinned? It was called the Garden of Eden. So, if you got all this right, great job. If not, maybe you can remember them for next time when we ask more questions. Today, we're going to start a story that we find in Genesis chapter 4. And if you want to read along later, you can read it in Genesis chapter 4 in verses 1 through about 16. So, we're going to talk about that passage. And we're going to get into the part of the Bible where we start seeing Adam and Eve had children. That's right. They had a whole bunch of kids, but the first two is what we're going to focus on in this story. The very first child that they had was a boy and his name was Cain. Kind of a funny name. It sounds kind of like what, you know, people used to walk around on. They use a stick. This is spelled different, but his name was Cain. Cain had a brother. They had another kid, his brother. His name was Abel, Abel. So these are the two brothers, Cain and Abel. So let's first talk about Cain. Cain loved to grow things from the ground. He loved to plant things and see trees grow. And he loved to plant all kinds of food and see the food grow and fruits and vegetables and all these different kinds of things. He loved to grow plants and things you could eat. He loved it. Now, his brother Abel, the younger brother, he loved to tend to the sheep. In fact, the Bible says that he was a shepherd. So, kind of neat, right? Because, I mean, both of these are really, really important things. They both did really important jobs. Cain was raising all these plants from the ground, and Abel was taking care of the the flock. So... The Bible says in verse number three, if you're still following along on your Bible, in your Bible, that when it was harvest time, Cain presented 
some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. So what does that mean? Well, what it means is that Cain brought some of his plants that he raised, some of the things that he grew from the ground, and he was showing God how much he wanted to sacrifice to him or how much he loved him. But the problem is that it says from the text that, or says from the Bible here, that God wanted an animal sacrifice. He wanted an animal as a gift. And so Abel, the younger brother, he knew that. And he brought a firstborn lamb from his flock, and he gave that as a gift to the Lord. And the Lord accepted. He was glad to see Abel bringing that gift. But when he saw what Cain brought, which was some of the plants that he grew from the ground, he didn't accept his gift. He wasn't glad to see that because it wasn't the sacrifice he wanted. And can you imagine that made Cain so angry? Now, let me ask you a question as we're getting going in this. If you did something that the, that the Lord told you not to do and he was displeased with you, if he was saying that you did it wrong, do you think that you should be mad at God? Or do you think that we should change and say, Lord, I failed in obeying you. I want to try to be, obey you and be and be good before you and do and, and be obedient before you. I mean, the right response is for us to change. But Cain was so angry that God didn't accept the plants as a sacrifice. And so in verse 5, it says that Cain was angry and he looked angry too. And so God comes to Cain and he says to Cain, Why are you so angry? That's my God voice. I hope it's okay. I think that might be what he sounds like. I have no idea. Maybe not at all. I don't imagine him with a really high voice. Maybe he had a, had a high voice. We don't really know. But anyways, God says, Why are you so angry? And the Lord asked Cain, Why do you look so angry? Now, let's think about this for a second. Why did God want an animal sacrifice and not a plant sacrifice? Well, as you and I get through all these stories and we're looking forward to Jesus being born in Bethlehem, you know, like we celebrate during Christmas time that Jesus was born in a manger. All of the stories that we're reading right now are far, far before that time period, okay? It's actually about 4,000 years we're reading right now before Christ was born in Bethlehem, so a lot of time before. But all of the stories we're reading about in the Old Testament, all of them are showing us a picture or they're teaching us about Christ being born 4,000 years from now. So have you ever heard of Jesus being called the Lamb of God before? That's one of his names. So what kind of a name is the lamb? I mean, you know, you wouldn't say to a friend, well, you're, you're a lamb of your kid, of your, of your parents. That would be weird. They wouldn't know what you're talking about. But we call Jesus the lamb of God. Why is that? What does that mean? Well, have you ever heard before that when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, have you ever heard that he took our place on the cross? So what it means is that this lamb talk in the Old Testament is talking about a way that something, a lamb is innocent. The lamb did nothing wrong. And it's a picture. It's a way of teaching you 
that Jesus was like a lamb when he went on the cross. He took the place of a guilty person like me and you. We do bad things. We sin before God. But that Jesus took our place like like a lamb would die that didn't do anything wrong. And so God is trying to teach through Cain and Abel here that one day an acceptable sacrifice, a sacrifice that would make him so glad would be an animal sacrifice because it's pointing forward to Christ dying on the cross for us one day. And a plant offering like Cain brought doesn't really show that picture. So God, early in the Bible, even all the way back in Genesis 4, 4,000 years before Christ came, he brought this to show them that one day, for the readers to see, that one day, an animal sacrifice, Jesus, the Lamb of God, would be the acceptable sacrifice. So let's go back to our story. So in verse number six, remember, God says, why are you so angry? He asked Cain. And he says, why do you look so angry? In verse number seven, the Lord asked Cain, he says, if you will be accepted, if you will do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. Boy, I don't, am I making God sound too mean? I don't know. Maybe he's has a much kinder voice than that. But I will say this. If I heard God's voice correcting me, I would actually think that would be, you know, kind of scary. Have you ever had your parents catch you doing something you know you weren't supposed to do and they just walk in and they say your name? Like, my name's Ken, but when I was a little kid, my parents would call me Kenny. I can remember sometimes you're in your room and you know you're doing something you weren't supposed to. Maybe you're out of bed when you're not supposed to be or something like that. You're playing. I can remember my mom or dad walking in the room. They go, Kenny, (laughs) just them saying that just makes you so terrified. And I can't imagine God trying to, or God coming and correcting Cain and how that must have sounded to Cain and how, how fearful Cain must have been. So the Lord says to him, you will be accepted if you do what is right. Boy, that's a really fascinating phrase. Don't we want to be accepted by God? We, we are accepted by God by just obeying him in all the things he tells us to do. So verse number eight says, one day Cain suggested to his brother. So Cain has this idea. He's like, hey, brother. Hey, Abel, what you up to? Abel's like, eh, I'm not doing much. What you up to? So Cain says, verse number eight, let's go out into the fields. You want to go out in the fields and play? Let's go play a game out in the fields. Come join me. And while they were out in the field, it says in verse number eight that Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. What a horrible verse. I mean, this is this is really sad. I, I, I wish this wasn't even part of the story. I can't believe this. Abel became the very first person in the Bible that had to die because he was being obedient to God. What we call those kind of people are martyrs. And we're going to see a lot of martyrs in the story of the Bible. People that died just because they obeyed God. But I know that God has a special, special place in his heart for martyrs. The Lord is going to take care of martyrs one day. He's going to raise them back to life one day. So, unbelievably, the saddest thing happens. Cain takes his brother out in the field and kills him. He's so angry about Abel being accepted by God. His sacrifice 
being accepted by God. And again, this is probably going to be a trivia question for, for next time. So let's see if we can remember. What sacrifice did Abel bring? He brought the firstborn of the lambs. What sacrifice did Cain bring? Plants from the ground. So Cain is so angry at Abel, he kills him in the field. Could you imagine if one day your friend, your brother or somebody's like, hey, you want to come out and play? I'll meet you by the swing sets. And you're like, oh, cool. I love playing with this person. Let's go out and swing. You know, and you're thinking about going to the playground and everything. And he says, hey, come on out to the field. Let's play. Let's play some ball out here. And they get out there and good grief. The very last thing you'd ever think in the whole world that could happen, the worst thing happens and Cain kills his brother Abel. So the Lord visits Cain. And can you imagine this part? The Lord comes to Cain and he says, Where is your brother? Where is Abel? And at that point, what would you say? I would probably say, Lord, I'm so sorry. I got mad and I shouldn't have done it. No, that's not what Cain said. He now is talking back to God and he says, so the Lord says, where's Abel, your brother? And Cain says, mm, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I the one in charge of watching him? Oh, I didn't know that, God. Am I the one that's supposed to be babysitting right now? That's, that's what Abel says. That's verse 9. That's what Abel says. Or that's what Cain says. I'm sorry. Cain's response, am I my brother's keeper? Am, am I supposed to be babysitting him right now? Am I supposed to be watching him? The Lord then says, because remember, the Lord knows what happened. The Lord says in verse number 10, what have you done? And God says something very interesting here. He says, listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. What does that mean? It means that God knows what happened. He can see Abel's blood still on the ground and it's crying out as if saying, this is what happened. It wasn't actually crying out, but it was evidence of what happened. It was proof that Cain hurt him. He says, I can hear your brother's blood crying out from the ground. And he says to Cain, now you are cursed. You are banished from the ground which has swallowed your brother's blood. Now that's what he loved to do. He loved to work in the ground and grow things. And God says, no longer. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. You're not going to be able to do all your farming. Your plants will never grow again. Your brother's blood is crying out from the ground, and now the ground is cursed for you, and you will no longer have good crops from the ground. Cain looks to the Lord and says, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You've banished me from the land and from your presence. You've made me a homeless wanderer, and anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord says, No, for I will give sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. And the Bible says here something very interesting in verse 15. The Lord put a mark on Cain to anyone who might try to kill him. I don't know what that mark is, but we do know this, that there's some sort of a theme in the Bible about putting a mark on something, but we'll save that for later. See if you know what the mark is. I'm not sure. We can talk about it later. And this is how the story ends. Verse 16. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in a place called the land of Nod. That's just east of Eden. So that's the story of Cain and Abel. 
a very interesting story in the Bible. But we're going to find out later that it's a very important story for us to understand what's going on in this story that's going to eventually bring Jesus, our Messiah, born in Bethlehem one day, 4,000 years after this story. But I hope you're paying attention because next time we meet together, we're going to have some trivia questions that I think you're going to be able to get if you're paying attention to this story. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm excited to talk with you next time when we have a story that's just for kids. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another adventure. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to not miss out on any of these episodes.